We're going to start with a nice word on Parshas Shoftim. The Pusik says, V'kusav v'loi es mishnah toira azois. Right? We're writing for a king, a sefer toira. So Rashi explains, Shtai sefer toiras. He has, he's having two sefer toiras. Mishnah toira azois. One is, Achas shimenachas b'vayz genuzav. Achas shimenachas b'vayz genuzav. One that he's keeping at home in his, his b'vayz genuzav. And one that he's carrying around with him always. So it's one more than most people, than all other people should be having. So the Merchaim says a nice, a nice word on that. He says the, the Ramez is going on every, not only a Melech, not only a king, because we're all kings. A Yid has to have a Torah. He has to fear the Torah. He has to be Mesnag al both at home and both when he goes and comes. Because there are two different uh, challenges that a person has in their, in, in their life. There's one that's in Bechadr Chadurim. There are certain challenges in the Sioinus and difficulties and whatever, maybe that, that comes up at home. And then there are those that are out in the street. There are people that will that will be better off in the street when it comes to Masamat and Bermina or other challenges that are only when people are outside. And then there are those that do better at home, but there are definitely different kinds of challenges all over the place. So this is the name is everyone has to have Shtaisifratoiris, both ones that were Baisik Nuzav, Bachadar Khadurim, and one that is outside, Nechnesis Vyotis Imbay. Interestingly, like I said, there are people that, that need a Zahiris and a Chizik in both. We all do to some extent. And then there are those that they're doing sometimes better in one place than the other. And suddenly when you start comparing it, it doesn't look so good. Somebody told me an interesting uh, Ramos, right? This is uh, the Kasha the Hasidu, right? And when we talk about the kosher and non kosher birds, one of the non kosher ones is the Hasida. Hasidu. So Rashi explains why is it called Hasidu? Oisis Chesed Machavaraseu. Right? He does Chesed with his friends. He's Chesed, that's why it's called Hasidu. So the question is, well, if somebody's doing Chesed, or if a bird is doing Kindness. So why they? Why they? Why is that a tumina bird? Why is it? Why is it rife? It should be kosher, right? It's a wonderful thing that someone's being mischasted. And the answer that's given is because he's only doing chesed with his own friends, but not with other people. So it's not enough. But not with other people. You should be kind to everyone. But somebody once told me that it's so much simpler than that. The chasidu sometimes is the person who does a lot of chesed with her friends, but not with her family. I don't mean her specifically. Uh, it's just chaveresayu. Um, there are people that are very nice to people outside and not inside. So you can have the chesidu that's nice to all the close people and not to the people that aren't so close. And then you can have the people that are just the opposite. With my with my with my with my, my friends, with people, my associates, that's where I'm nice, I'm polite, I'm I'm appreciative, I'm apologetic. And you know, there are a lot of things that I'll that I'll I'll do for other people. I'll be kind, but then they neglect people at home, and that's not that's not a kosher sign. Charity begins at home. So I think that this this idea of Shtaisi Fratoiris is so important when it comes to Shulam Bayis. There's one about having it Babais Gnuzav and there's one about Yerzis Nechnesis Imoy. There are people that sometimes are only nice to people outside but when it comes home they don't have that and that's why it's important to have both. One that you take with, you, with yourself when you go out and come back and then one that you keep at home and make sure that you're doing things the right way there as well. So with that I'm going to read a question and then actually some kind of follow-up that somebody sent me recently. So it's a lot of times, a few times already this happened. I have a question that gets to the top of my list which came in a while back and then just recently somebody sent me in something which I'm going to read because it, it goes along together and we'll try to um, tackle an important topic. Hi, Rebbe Gruen. I listen to your Shirim and Torah anytime and enjoy them immensely. I feel like I've gained a lot from your insights and look forward to listening to them. Okay? Thank you so much. My husband is a type who makes it seem as if he does not need compliments, but eventually when we have a disagreement, it usually comes up how I don't recognize and compliment him for the times he goes out of his way for me, which is awful. Additionally, I unfortunately am not such a good communicator, so complimenting does not come naturally to me. Although I know it is something I should work on, and I tend to communicate much better on paper. My question is, how can I train myself to be more concise 
of noticing and remembering to compliment my husband often enough so that it doesn't build up to this and come out and come up whenever we have some sort of disagreement. Thank you so much in advance. May Hashem continue to grant you the koyach to help others. Amen. Okay, so that was the question. My husband makes believe, or at least it doesn't look like he needs compliments, but then when he gets upset, he definitely expresses the, the fact that he's not getting enough appreciation. Okay, it sounds more like appreciation than compliments. We'll maybe mention that as well. So another email that I got just a week ago, I think it was, goes like this. Hi, Regro. First, let me thank you for your powerful lectures and educational guidelines that you have given for myself and for many others in all aspects of life's challenges. Okay? You're very welcome. I came across an article in Yiddish that paints the picture of a destructive kind of life that we live in these days. It is well known that the gender classification problem in the secular world where someone a shift away from the way the Irish have made man versus women. Okay, they encourage women to go out of the box, so to speak, and promote women's feminism. There's a lot to discuss about this from a Torah and marriage perspective, but I would like to touch upon one specific topic that was brought up. The writer claims that in result of the gender confusion these days, a man is no longer the ultimate giver, mashpia, but a receiver as well. He expects a compliment or a token of love of his wife, and if he doesn't receive it, it will bother him. He goes on to argue that in real life, since you're the giver, you shouldn't expect anything from your wife. I would like to hear your take on it since you discussed a lot this topic of men who are feeling unappreciated and women who can't themselves compliment or show a token of appreciation to their spouses. Thanks in advance. And he sent along a link to some article on some kind of platform that I don't have access to. So, here goes. The first question is saying that my husband's upset that he's not getting appreciation. The second one is asking if it's normal for someone who really should be a giver to, to need appreciation. If you're a giver, why are you looking to get? Um, so, let me just mention something first for the husband who's, who's looking to get, right? I'm going to be addressing the question, which is the wife in this case. But let me just say something to the husband. Um, there are very, the, I, we re- I recently spoke about, and you can see it in the title just, just recently, uh, one or two or three weeks ago, about how to get the thank you or the I'm sorry that you're looking for. Now, my point is not to encourage people um, necessarily to get resentful that they're not getting a thank you or an I'm sorry, or to start asking for more than they're getting or anything like that. Uh, my point is that if someone is feeling resentful that they're not getting uh, appreciation or, or an apology or whatever it was that they feel that they want and need, then there's a way to ask for it and get it. And, and the way is not to, um, you know, to get resentful and to let it bottle up and then to plot out later and things like that. Uh, so my, my, nothing about what I'm going to be saying today is about getting more appreciation or that people should complain about it. If, you, if, if it bothers you, then please listen to that share where I address somebody who was bothered by the fact that they're not being appreciated or having it expressed to them. So let's just address the topic over here at hand. There's, there's appreciation and there's expressing appreciation. And let's, try, let's try to differentiate first. The, there, there are people who aren't appreciative, they don't appreciate. And then there are people who can't express it. And sometimes it gets a little, a little uh, mixed up, a little mesh. Sometimes people don't even realize that they're really having a problem appreciating and they're saying that they just have a problem expressing it. Some people just have a problem expressing it and that's why they try getting into this, they try to rationalize why they don't have to be appreciative in the first place. So that could definitely um, make some kind of confusion. So let's first talk about the idea of appreciation. Let's start with appreciation. Appreciation is uh, fundamental when it comes to being a mensch and it comes to being a yid. Okay? That's what I'm talking about, why a yid is called a yid, because it's yehidi. Yehidi is Lushna Hidua. Right? Being thankful. It's, it's fundamental of being a yid to be a thankful person. There's a very interesting chinuch, the chinuch in Mitzvah Lamed Gimel. It's a chinuch on Kibbutz of Wine. And like on every mitzvah, the, chinuch, the cipher chinuch brings the Meshor Shem HaMitzvah. What's the Shoyrish of the mitzvah? Why did I give this mitzvah? Even though it's not always the why behind, the, the reasoning behind why Hashem did it, but the, at least what we can learn from it, 
or, or how we are supposed to understand it. So he says that the Shurish of Mitzvah's Kibbedavu Ein, a person should both acknowledge Yaker and Yigmal Toiva, and he should be repaying somebody who was kind to him. He shouldn't be a, a despicable person with the fact that he's not appreciating. This is a, a terrible, however you want to touch that, right? The most despicable, most disgusting um, characteristic attribute for somebody both for Hashem and for people to not be makir toiva to not, appre- to not express or show appreciation so a person should realize his parents are the reason why he's here in this world he should be giving them whatever COVID and whatever he could do for them they, they invested in him a lot and when he was small, when a person will internalize this idea of being appreciative, which starts with the parents, this is just the example, then he will automatically come to acknowledge and appreciate that which Hashem does for him. The Ibishta, Hashem is the reason why he's here and why all his, why his fathers and grandfathers and forefathers were here. And Ibish took care of him all this time. So that is um, the idea. And that's why we are so indebted to Hashem we should be serving Him. So appreciation has nothing to do with um, husband, wife, male, female, giver, taker. This is fundamental in being a mensch, appreciating. So it's very important to appreciate. Okay. Now, some people have this issue over here as well. I should appreciate Hashem. I don't want to. I have to. Why? Why? I don't want to be here. And all those arguments and people are sending with parents. I've heard this from people. From my parents, what they do for me, but the chinuch is, is expressing, is, is teaching us that this is basic. If you can't get there, then you have a problem. This is part of the Ten Commandments. This is something, this is one of the most fundamental um, basic principles of Yiddishkeit. To be a thankful person and to not be a kufi toiva, which is disgusting. Now, some people have a difficulty expressing it. And then because it's hard for them to express thanks or appreciation, they, 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 they don't do it and they try to rationalize it and they have all kinds of reasons I'm going to list off uh, what do I have over here nine reasons that I heard people say why they're not thankful some of them have to do with being not so appreciative in the first place some, some just have to do with why they don't say it and I'm just touching upon that I'm not going to give a whole lecture about each one don't worry but the reason why I'm giving these is to just um, break it down so that people can relate to it and you might find yourself um, you might have heard yourself say one of these things or think one of these things or it might just relate to you and realize hmm that's something to think about. So, let me, let, here goes. There are people who feel, and they won't admit it probably, that by, th- by being thankful, they look weak. They look like a loser. They look uh, vulnerable. I'm thanking you? Well, I need you? Now, it's a very big mistake. And on the contrary, com- confident people are the ones that are comfortable being open about how they feel and taking a favor and knowing that it doesn't make, it's not, it's not a weakness. The whole world is interdependent. I wish made that we all need each other. We all need some, someone else. Nobody's independent at all. And if you feel like a loser or feel weak because you're thanking someone or because you're acknowledging someone did something to you, that's, that's a distortion. It's just something to think about. There's, there's nothing to... Uh, confident people are the thankful people. So just in case you want to make yourself feel confident or look confident, then being a thankful person and expressing it more often is definitely a way to go. Some people feel that if I express thanks, then I'm going to owe you something. Now, this is very subconscious, because, again, they won't admit that, right? If I tell you, thank you for that, oh, so, so, 
So now I owe you something. So that's that's also something that. Um, Something that uh, is, is definitely a big mistake. Okay, um, you should if you if you owe someone something, then you should be giving it regardless. It's not because you're expressing the thanks and that's admitting to what someone gave you. If somebody's giving you something, then you owe them something in return. Or if you're in a healthy relationship, then you're anyway giving and taking because that's the way to be in a relationship. Don't think that by saying the thank you, you're confirming something. Now you're worried about how it's going to be taken and what you're going to owe. In many cases, it's your own mishmash. The other person who's, gonna, who's getting, getting the things doesn't even look at it like that. So if you're going to feel that by expressing things you're more indebted than you are and you can't handle that feeling, right, then it, it, it's your own internal mess very often. So that's just something to think about. Now, some people think that if I'm thankful for something that was done, I won't get any more. You know, somebody just did me a favor. If I give a big thank you, then maybe it's going to stop right there because then I already thanked and, and now that person already got a thank you and they, they really feel that they satisfied me. Well, again, it's usually a big mistake. When you're thankful, you usually get more. And if you're not getting more, there's a way to get more. There's a way to tell someone that you want them to do some more for you. Not by being an ungrateful person. If somebody's doing more and more because you're ungrateful and they're trying to get a thank you out of you, that, that's, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's not the way it should be. That's not the way to get someone to help you, by being ungrateful. It's not pleasant to help someone who's ungrateful. And we'll talk about that more soon. Some people will say, well, I don't have what to be thankful for. My, my, that person doesn't do anything for me. He doesn't, doesn't deserve me to be thankful. It's usually a very big mistake, especially when it's a spouse. Certainly when it's parents, right? But even when it's a spouse. Um, I can imagine that everybody deserves some kind of thanks. Everyone's doing something for you. Um, if they're not, then by being thankful, you might start getting more out of that person. Um, but I think it's important to, to realize what you're getting sometimes. It's so easy to say, oh, that he's not doing for me, that he's doing for himself. Or uh, this, this is normal to do. Everyone does that. Don't rationalize and come to the conclusion that I don't owe you any appreciation. Again, you should be appreciative and you should say it. So that's, not, that's definitely not a reason not to uh, say it. Now, some people will be a little more honest and they'll say, well, it's just not me. I am, I'm just not an appreciative person. It, it, it's hard for me to say it. I, I can't get my... It's not, it's not who I am. Now, first of all, it should be. Okay? Even if it's not you. And that's what the Torah is teaching us. The Torah is teaching it to us because it's not always us. And you have to... And sometimes you have to put in some energy to do it. But you'd be surprised to see how good it feels. You'd be surprised to see how good it feels to be, to be appreciated. Now, if somebody says, it's hard for me to give compliments... For whatever reason, let's not go into psychology. You don't, you don't have to give compliments. It's probably good for you and your relationship. But appreciation? Yeah, you have to. So if it's too hard for you, do it anyway. And you'll see, you'll probably, you'll probably enjoy it more than you think you will. And you'll probably find that you could associate with the thankfulness more than you think you could. Now, maybe some people will say it a little, a little gentle and say, well, it's just uncomfortable to express appreciation. It, it, it makes me feel, I don't know, I start blushing and I, I, just don't, I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing it. Now, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you could do it the easier ways, which, as the question I wrote, you could write a note expressing your appreciation at length. It's also good to say it, but you could write a note and say it nicely, and it's a little more comfortable to leave it for someone instead of giving it to them and watching them take it. It might be easier for them as well. Um, you could say it in a, in a, when, when, the, when the opportune time, right, in an intimate moment, or when things are a little more vulnerable and it's easier. You could save it for when it's best, but, but, but don't not do it. It's not comfortable. Look for more comfortable ways. Look for a more comfortable time or way to do it, but don't hold yourself back because it's uncomfortable. It's basic. It, it has to happen. Um, some people will say, what do you mean? I don't say thank you. I said already. And that's, that's one of the things that it's, it's comical. You know, Somebody could be doing something every day for you, and you said thank you six years ago. Now, the fact that somebody's doing it every day is not a reason to get less things. It's a reason to get more things. So if your wife serves you supper, or your husband brings you home something, or he gave you a call to see what you need from the grocery, there's no reason that call shouldn't end with, thank you for calling. 
the fact that he does it every day and the fact that you once told him thank you for calling every day doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve the appreciation for doing something. And very often, if you don't say it, you don't even acknowledge it. And then when somebody asks you, why didn't you acknowledge it? You, you then realize that you once did. It's not a reason. Okay. Now, some people will say, um, well, he needs a thank you? I don't need a thank you. Now, my response to that often is a few things. First of all, it's not true. Okay? People who say they don't need thank yous usually do need thank yous very much. And they may have a problem admitting it or taking it, but you do need a thank you. Second of all, so what? If you don't need a thank you, good for you. Your life is better, right? You're a happy person. You don't need thank yous. But someone else still might need it. And it's very normal and healthy to need it. And there's no reason the fact that you don't need it means that someone else shouldn't get it. Third of all, if you don't need a thank you, that's something to think about. Okay? It's not good. It's not good to not need a thank you. I wonder what it's coming from. Um, it's not good for you to not get thank yous. And it's not good for your relationship to not get the thank yous. And to not let someone be thankful to you. So, so saying you don't need a thank you is not good. So don't, don't say it. Let yourself need them and feel it and appreciate them. Some people will twist it and say, and I'm up to number nine already, don't worry, um, he doesn't need the thank you, or he won't take the thank you. I try thanking, or he shows he doesn't need it, which that's what it looks like, the questioner said. Often it looks like he doesn't need it. Um, first of all, people need it. And even if somebody makes believe they don't need it, they probably still need it, as in this case you see, that when he gets upset he mentions that he's not getting it. If somebody doesn't take it well, maybe you could be a little more creative. Maybe the way you're saying thank you makes them feel too vulnerable and they don't know how to accept it, which could be a problem of its own. Maybe you could say it in a better way. Maybe you're not saying it nicely. Or maybe you could write it down and make it easier for that person to take it. There are different ways. But avoiding the expression of appreciation is not a way to go in a relationship. And I just, I just mentioned these nine little points, but, but uh, you know, the, the, the... now, sometimes somebody could be saying it in an indirect way, like we mentioned in that other year. Somebody's saying an interesting way of expressing their appreciation. That's fine. Maybe it's easier for them to take it when you express it in an indirect way. But it has to be said. Appreciation is basic. Okay? And expressing it is basic. And it has to happen. And it's important. Now, somebody will ask, and this is back to the question over here, in the second part of the question, the other email. Should a man need a thank you? That's not a man. That's not unconditional. So there's this idea, and people talk about it. I heard it recently again from someone about marriage being uh, unconditional um, giving, right? If you want to be married, you have to be able to give unconditionally. You don't want anything in return. First of all, I don't know where it says that, but, but you know, so I, I can't debate with something that doesn't have a, a, a real source. And then I heard somebody say, well, it's not 50-50, it's 80-20. I don't know what these numbers mean. I think it's 100-100. You should be giving 100, you should be getting 100. You should be giving 100 even if you won't get 100, and you should be getting 100 even if you're not giving 100. A relationship is a give and take. That's first of all. Being a man doesn't mean you're... You're, you're not going to get anything. I, 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 don't know, I don't even know where this comes from. But interestingly, the ultimate giver, Hashem, is teaching us that we should be thankful to our parents so that we're thankful to Him. Now, Hashem is the ultimate giver, and He's taking thanks. Is He taking? He's not taking. We're taking. When you're a taker, you give thanks. Here it goes. Somebody's, somebody's already feeling like a whole giver because they're giving thanks. Isn't that ridiculous? And if you're the husband, you should be giving. So why is your wife giving? You, the wife is the giver the wife, the wife should she's not giving a wife that's thanking a husband is giving she's taking there's a way to take when somebody gives you you're a taker so you are thankful if you can go around thinking that you gave something major because you said the words thank you what are you, what are you doing and it's not only husband and wife it could be the other way around as well if your wife helps you and you thank her right so you just boosted her ego you, you were thankful you're a mensch so this whole distortion of if a husband's a mashpia, why does he need a thank you? I'm not, I don't get that. It's the makabal that's supposed to give a thank you. And the mashpia deserves a thank you. Now some people might say, well, yeah, but um, he still shouldn't need it. 
he still should be able to give, even if he's not going to get the thank you. So it, this reminded me of a, of a piece that somebody showed me once from the stipler. The stipler's Yutzat was this past week. He writes in Birkas Peretz, it's a cipher of Torah, and Pasha's Beshalach. Very interesting idea. He talks about Kol Udum Shaim Baidas Usa Larachim Ulov. Okay, this is a, a Gemur in Sanhedrin. Somebody who doesn't have Das, you're not, you're not allowed to have Rachmunas on him. So first he mentions that it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have Rachmunas on him. You shouldn't be giving someone who doesn't have Das. It could be a young child, it could be whatever, and you have to give. And, and he explains that what you have to give, you have to give. Okay. Rachmunas is definitely going to the next level, what you don't have to give. In other words, if you have to give Ashavas Avayda, you have to give Tzedukah, whatever it is, that you have to give, regardless. But what you don't have to give, and it's Rachmunas, you shouldn't give to someone who's Ein by Das. Now what does that mean, Ein by Das? Means he's a tippish, means he's not psycho. You don't you don't give an animal, you don't give a small child because he doesn't have das. So he explains very um, clearly, and I'm just quoting his words, Awidam Gudl, and it's so deep and so clear. He says like this The Bavadimish Aimbay Das Klau, like a small child, doesn't have any das at all. Of course you should give him. Whatever he needs, you should give him. The Gemur is talking about somebody who's Aimboy Das Veregesh, Lahakir Toiva, Lamativim Imoy, Lachniya Mapnaya. Somebody who doesn't have the das to acknowledge that somebody's giving him, and to appreciate what someone's giving him, and to have that sort of hachnoa, that, that, that humility that, that you get, that you have towards someone who's helping you with something. If somebody doesn't have that, and on the contrary, not only he doesn't have the das for that, but he does have enough das to show you, I don't need you, I don't need this, what do you think you're giving me? That's not, that's not, and, they, and, and they look down at somebody who's giving them. They look down at somebody who's actually giving them, and they, they're, they're, they're more haughty and more arrogant than the person who's giving them. Then such a person, instead of, instead of appreciating that somebody just helped them or gave them, he actually looks at the person who's giving him like that person's weak, that person's silly, that person has to give me, I'm more. Or that person uh, doesn't have... You know, however people interpret these things, or that that person should be giving me because it's, it's an honor for him to help me or it's his obligation or duty to help me all these kind of thoughts that somebody has instead of knowing how to accept something or he thinks Sekintner, right? I deserve it this is how it's supposed to be he says somebody like that you should not be giving you should not be merachim on someone who doesn't have the das to appreciate and know how to take and he explains so what happens when you do why is the gemura a person won't appreciate it's his problem why is the gemura telling you not to give to a person so he lists I think it's five points what happens when you give someone who doesn't know how to take like a mensch and appreciate. Listen to this. First of all, you're making that person even more Balgava than they are by giving them. Because now they think that you know, they, they're supposed to get even more. You're teaching them that they get. Number two, um, the very fact that the person is not appreciating is a midiru. You're being mechazek a shlechta midah in that person. Uh, number three, in order for that person to prove to you that they're not getting anything or that they don't have to come on to you, they might actually be mishal miru tachas toiva. They can sometimes do something bad to you, and those of you who ever experienced this will know what this means. You help someone, and to make sure that he, de- to make sure that he doesn't feel less than, he's actually going to do something bad to you. The, the belt says that you know, when, you give someone a, when you do someone a favor, you should give them a small stone, so when they throw back the rocks at you, it should be small ones. Uh, number four, you're going you're gonna to have a kapaida on that person. So by helping him, then you're going to be resentful that you helped him and he didn't appreciate, and you want to avoid that, that bad feeling that you're going to have. And more than that, by you're going to be enabling that person to think that they're more entitled, and they're going to want more, and eventually you're not going to be able to give them what they really want because they keep on getting more and more self-entitled, and then they're going to be upset at you again. Anyway, this is, this is what the Stipler writes. Anyway, it's, it's good to look into, but the idea, and he talks about Kofi Toiva, Kofi Toiva, not appreciating, is a terrible thing. 
So the fact that a man or a husband needs appreciation or wants it, I think that that's not only that's not only okay. I think it's it's basic. I think it's normal. Uh, and again, my point is not to encourage all men to look for it and demand it. My point is that women who see that husbands need it, or even those that husbands that don't express it, and the same thing is the other way around. I keep on saying it's not only about husbands as givers. Just the way these questions were asked and the way this um, debate over here about husbands needing thank yous and what came about was about a husband. It's normal for someone who gives to want to thank you. And don't ever look at it like a weakness. And don't be unappreciative. And don't be ungrateful. As a matter of fact, if you're ungrateful, somebody should not be giving you. So I said before, whatever the obligation to give, you give. I don't want anyone to say, okay, so I'm stopping to give. Like I said, you shouldn't be using rachmunas on somebody who doesn't give. But what, you, what you're obligated to give, you have to give anyway. You're obli- what you're, whatever you're obligated to give, you should be giving regardless of if, if someone is grateful. But if you, want someone to give, if you want to give more, that should depend on how grateful someone is. Now again, I don't want people to get ideas and be less giving and less um, you know, tolerant because I'm saying this. I'm saying this so that people listening to this will learn how to be more appreciative and understand that, yes, there's a way to be appreciative. That's the way it's supposed to be. And you should be expressing it. You should be expressing it. Don't, don't be afraid to, to express it. Now, if somebody asks you for appreciation, don't use it against them. Don't make him feel stupid. So it's enough that he has to be vulnerable and say, I want you to thank me. Don't, don't turn it around and say, well, you need thanks? And I, I've taught many men um, who heard that, that rhetoric. You, you need to thank you? I, told very many, I taught very many men to very calmly, without any kind of excitement, to say, yes, I need to thank you. It means so much to me. And there's no reason to, to, you know, to, to feel that anything wrong about, about needing thank yous. There's nothing, nothing about being a giver or a taker. That, that's, that's a distortion. Okay. Um, let me just say another few things over here. Some additive. When somebody does say thank you, okay, don't say because you might be teaching them that, oh, no need for it. You might be teaching them that there's no need for it. And then they get confused. So if somebody tells you thank you, you say, you're very welcome. If you add the word very, without being cynical, um, people will, will, you know, will feel good and they'll feel, they'll feel that the thanks was, was accepted and they'll see that, that you appreciated it. I often say, I try setting a good example. People thank me all the time for my classes and I always say, you're welcome. I told this to Bukhram when I shared that I give a Bukhram. Whenever Bukhram starts with a compliment, I say, thank you. What happens? You see what happens. Almost every week, whoever's writing me a letter, write, thank you for the classes. Maybe half of them would have done it anyway, and the other half maybe are doing it because they hear me repeat it and talk about it and appreciate it. And I do. So, that much for that. Now, if somebody does tell you thank you, don't say you don't mean it. That's another thing. Don't say you don't need it, and don't tell the person you don't mean it. That's a very not nice thing to say. Somebody saying thank you, if they mean it or not, they expressed appreciation. You can't make someone mean something, and you don't know if they meant it or not. And telling someone what they did or didn't mean is often very hurtful, as discussed in the previous year. A few added tips that I just want to throw in about this whole idea of appreciation. Um, just like the Chinuch teaches, we should be thankful to people like we're thankful to Hashem, and the other way around. Now sometimes it gets confusing, because people will say, I don't want to thank Hashem for that, it's not what I wanted. Hashem wants you to thank Him for everything, if, you, if that's exactly what you wanted or not. And don't ever think, well, well, I didn't need it, or it happened anyway. I mean, these are all ridiculous thoughts when it comes to Hashem, right? Well, unfortunately, sometimes we make those mistakes, but it's all just examples. You say a joke about the guy who was um, telling Hashem, I need a parking space, Hashem, I'll give, I'll give tzedakah, I'll give this, and please help me. And in the middle, he says, okay, Hashem, it's good, I have one already. Right? It's a joke, but sometimes we do that to people. Right? Somebody helped me, that's not what I wanted. Um, so what? Somebody did something for you. Or, um, hey, you have this? Uh, no, I, I already... I already the fact that you already found a parking space, somebody helped you. They tried. Be thankful. Um, 
and understanding in general that it's easier to complain and be negative than to be positive. Right? It's so much easier to notice the negative. It's so much easier to notice what somebody's not doing for you and take for granted what somebody is doing for you. But you have to realize that you're expressing it sometimes. When somebody doesn't do something for you or didn't call you, why didn't you call me today? And it's normal. It's normal to notice the day you didn't get the phone call instead of noticing that the fact that every day you do get a phone call. But if you don't say thank you every day for the phone call and you only say, why didn't I get the phone call? That's just one example. Then you know, that, that, that's not so good. <laughs> that's not so good. Also, when it comes to husband and wife specifically, and this is not just about any appreciation, when it comes to husband and wife specifically, there are so many reasons why somebody will not realize that somebody is being nice to them. Okay? And, and I'm going away a little from the, the, the example I gave earlier, where in general, I don't wanna, I'm not a thankful person, it's hard for me to say it, or you don't need it. But in, when it comes to running a home, so often a husband or wife, tati, mommy, will do something for the kids. It wasn't for me, it was for the kids. So I don't have to thank you, it was for the kids. So I'm not going to take it apart, but it's ridiculous. They're our kids, and the fact that you watched them, and I didn't have to, is something to be thankful about. Do I have to say thank you? You don't have to say thank you. Ironically, you'll notice that many homes, and I don't mean to emphasize it or bring it about and make people see the negative in their own home, I'm just saying that people can learn from this. In many homes, when Tati watches, example, when Tati watches the kids, mommy says thank you. When mommy watches the kids, Tati doesn't say thank you. Why? What do you mean? It's our kids. Yeah, but interestingly, your wife didn't think it's our kids. Yeah, that's because she watched when I was born. No, if they're our kids and it's our home, and even if somebody's doing something for us, and they have just as much benefit, you should still say thank you. Even if you don't have to. I'll tell you another example that I had recently with him. I was trying to teach him this. If you're taking a walk with your wife, even if you were the one to take her on the walk, when you finish, say thank you. I say thank you, I just took her for a walk. Did you enjoy it? And even if you didn't, make believe you did. You'll get much further telling someone, thank you for coming with me, than, hmm, why don't you say thank you? The fact that it's for us, or the fact that you meant yourself, or the fact that it's not, it's not for me, these aren't reasons to not be thankful. And when running out home, this just makes it so much easier. So this is just some more food for thought. Right? Okay. You could also be thankful for something half done. We mentioned earlier, but it's not only that if I'm thankful, then maybe I won't get more. Sometimes I, did, I should be thankful for this, this is not what I wanted. I wanted the whole thing. You could still be thankful for what was half done before pointing out or asking for it to be completed. It doesn't have... Thank, appreciation is the fact that somebody tried doing something for you or did something for you, even if it's not exactly what you wanted. And that's also important. Now, the fact that some people are less uh, uh, expressive, right? Like the question I was writing, it's hard for me to say it. Aside from the fact you don't have to be ashamed, it's, it's true. For some people, it's harder to be thankful, to express it. I'm saying it clearly. For some people, it's more difficult to be expressive about it. Maybe say it. Tell your husband or write it in the note that you're writing or in a good moment when you're comfortable saying it. Say, you know, I know I should be more thankful. I know I have so much to be thankful about. It's hard for me to say it. When you admit that to someone, even though that, that, um, that, um, the way, admitting that alone is, is also not so easy, right? But, but saying it might make someone feel better. The fact that I heard you say that you know you owe me a lot of appreciation and that you don't say it often because it's hard for you, okay, now I feel better. So sometimes that alone, just saying it or writing it or admitting to it, is also something that's, uh, that's healthy. Now, like we started off with the chassidu. If you're appreciative to other people and not to your spouse, then already you have less excuse. It's hard to say, it's hard for me to be thankful. Oh, really? I just heard you thank the neighbor the sixth time for what she did for you last week. Now, it could be the reason you're doing that is not, it's also not coming from a healthy place and, and you can't get over the fact that somebody did you a favor. But if you're thankful to other people, then make sure you're not doing less to your spouse. So that it becomes less, it becomes less excuse when, when your spouse will hear you being appreciative to other people. Recently I was at a bar mitzvah and the malamed of the boy was talking about how 
you know, you, you often hear, you know, I'm a Lamar or a Manal talking about a boy, a Masmer, and a Yerushmain, or whatever else. And he says something interesting, this boy is so thankful. He always comes over, he thanks me for the shear, he thanks me for the help, he thanks me for this. That was something, you know, I thought about it. It's not, it's not just typical, it's not just, uh, you know, cliche, it's, it's something about it. So I, it's not easy when it comes to a shidduch to say, is the person a thankful person? Oh, yeah, he says thank you. But if you hear about someone that they're thankful, that they express appreciation and they're, th- and they're appreciative, that, that, that's, that's, a, that's a quality, that, that's something that's definitely uh, more marriage material, somebody who knows how to acknowledge and, and, and take, taking a favor, we spoke about that as well. And I mentioned now also, I often teach people to ask for favors, of course, small ones and ones that won't cause problems and won't, the ones that won't cause resentment and, and, be, and be turned down. Asking for something for the simple reason, for the motive, for the goal, just to be able to say thank you is a good move. Don't get into that mode of, okay, I'm not going to ask for anything, it's too hard. No, ask for something small and say a lot of thank yous. And it was worth it for that. Just to be an opportunity to say thank you and build a relationship. That's how important it is to, to express appreciation. Now, there are people who demand unhealthy appreciation. There are people that are always promoting themselves, telling you how much they did, and, oh, you know, I rained today because I... That's a joke, but people that are constantly taking credit for things and asking for appreciation when, when they don't deserve it, there's definitely a time and a, and a situation where, where it's out of bounds. But sometimes, and not always, sometimes it's also coming because they're not feeling appreciated. So they're going to do everything to become appreciated. And then they're going to even say things that aren't rational or deserving, and you're just going to get upset at them for asking for the appreciation where they don't deserve it instead of realizing maybe it's coming from the fact that they don't feel appreciated enough. So that's also something to think about. And you can be thankful to children, you can be thankful to anyone, you can be thankful to a mailman, you could, you could, you could practice being thankful to everyone. People learn from it, people like it, people appreciate it, and it definitely just, um, it just, it just brings about more appreciation, more good feelings, and you should never doubt yourself. Maybe I'm doing something wrong, maybe I'll get less, maybe I look stupid, maybe I look weak. You don't. This is, this is being a mensch. So I think that I covered uh, a little bit of this topic. Appreciation is Yiddishkeit, appreciation is menschlichkeit, saying it, acknowledging it, as hard as it is, as much as you don't think you have to, as much as you don't think someone else needs it or deserves it, or whatever else it may be, is the right thing to do. And in Hashem, when people are more makatoiva, and people are more appreciative, and they say it, and they, and, they, and they say nice things in general, and they communicate, and they communicate in a healthy way, and there's more positive than negative, then I still we could all live together. Be hava, shalom,